It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. With the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts are Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They're ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, 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 plan, plan, thrive. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Mark Haywood with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. This is the show for you if you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. After all, we want you to thrive in retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. All right. Your questions are on deck. It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. Let's dive into the mailbag now and take out a question that comes to us from Diana. Diana is in Perry, and Diana says, I've heard about a strategy using life insurance to create income for yourself in retirement. Is this a legitimate strategy? It is a legitimate strategy. It's one that, in fact, can work very well for people if done properly. The thing about using life insurance, permanent life insurance, by the way, it cannot be term insurance. It has to be something that gains cash value. The purpose of doing so is it not only creates or could create an income stream in retirement, it would typically be tax-free. And the reason that that's the case is the IRS views it as policy loans. You're taking money out of a life insurance policy. If it's set up for this, that can give you tax-free income, and it would reduce your death benefit when you start taking withdrawals from it. Now, the way to do this is you do what's called overfund a life insurance policy. You buy the minimum face, and you put the maximum accumulation in you can, and it still be considered life insurance by the IRS's standards. This is a long-term strategy. People have been doing this for decades and decades. Senators and congressmen, high net worth individuals, doctors, lawyers, accountants, it's not uncommon. But it has to be managed and set up properly. It's something we're very familiar with. I like it because of the tax-free income implications. In fact, at your death, typically there's still a death benefit associated with the policy, but it can be a very legitimate strategy uh, if it's set up properly. The key is you, you want to understand internally what the rate of return is you need to earn on it and, and not have too high of an illustration run showing really good returns. You want to be realistic with your expectations with it, but it's something we, we can help you understand more fully, and it is a legitimate strategy. It just needs to be done with care and managed over time. There is a target age where it works better than not, and not only that, there's some other benefits that we haven't even addressed to it. If you're younger and you're a listener to our program today, this could be a powerful tool for planning for college education for your kids as well. And the thing is we need to realize when you take loans out of a cash value life insurance company, they're, they're typically tax-free and they don't count against you prior to age 59 and a half if you take monies out of a, a 401k or Roth IRA or IRA, whatever the case may be. So they're a legitimate planning tool but there's something that you, you, there's a lot of people hype them out there and push them based off of, uh, you know, being the one and only sole thing you need to do. You need to be careful of that kind of talk out there. They, they have to be done exactly right or they don't work. We're taking your questions here on Retirement Income Solutions with the team from Security First Asset Management. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, local wealth advisors serving you here in Middle Georgia. And as always, if you'd like to be featured on the show, you can Find them online at completetheplan.com and submit a question. That's completetheplan.com. As we said, we've got one that comes to us from Sarah. Sarah is in Dublin, and Sarah says, My husband wants to leave a lot of money to the kids, but I've worked hard to be able to retire, and I don't want to scrimp and save the rest of my life. What do you see as a reasonable amount to leave as a legacy? Me personally? You know, I'd like to leave something to my children, Sarah, but I'm going to make sure that my wife and I are well taken care of 
If there's anything left, wonderful. If not, I think I can go to my grave probably pretty happy. But your husband wants to leave something. I understand that. A lot of people do. And I don't want you to think that I don't want to leave anything. My point is I think you have to be pretty well certain that you you and your husband have a plan in place that will take care of you for the rest of your lives and understand all the things that could possibly happen, all the risks that you're taking in retirement, the risk to your money in the market if you have too much in the market, the risk you have with inflation and taxes. But the biggest risk you have with your retirement dollars could be health care. So you need to have a comprehensive plan in place, Sarah, that would help you understand exactly what things look like, not only today, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, up when you get in your 80s and 90s. And we can't bet against longevity either. When all that's said and done, you can plan properly. And if there is money left over, then you have a legacy for your kids. And we just talked a, a time or so ago in the past about a question that came in about life insurance. Life insurance can also be utilized in legacy planning. So if you're worried about scrimping in retirement and you can afford to put aside some monies away to create a legacy for you and your husband for your children, you might be able to do that with life insurance if you're healthy enough to do so. And then you can actually spend your last dollar on your last day and still have a legacy for your kids. So there's ways to do this. It requires planning and that can actually happen for you. You can sit down and determine that, hey, we want to create a legacy. How much should we leave for our children? And you can fund that out of your assets or you can fund it with life insurance. But every way you can do it and make it happen, and both you and your husband can both be happy. You can be satisfied you're not going to scrimp, and he can be satisfied that he can give something to his children. But it requires planning. Thanks so much for writing in to us. Well, you are listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. We love hearing from you. And as always, we want to encourage you to submit questions to be featured on the show. You can do so online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Let's take another question now. This one comes to us from Carrie and Kathleen. Carrie says, I want to start a business for baking and designing custom wedding cakes, and I'd like to put an addition on my home to give me the space to do this. Should I take the money from IRAs or get a business loan of some sort? Well, Carrie, that sounds like a fun opportunity for you, especially, you know, considering if you have an expertise in baking or designing wedding cakes. I know there's a big market for that. I've seen a lot of uh, different businesses like that recently in the area. So I would say that it would really depend on your age as to where to get the money from. Anytime when you're taking retirement savings, you really have to weigh the risks out because that's your precious retirement money, you know. And and I know you have an expertise in this, and that can be beneficial, can give you some leverage on the competition. But if you take money from IRAs prior to age 59 and a half, you're likely going to have a 10% tax penalty in addition to paying ordinary income taxes on your distribution. A business loan, you know, of course, that takes risk as well. Anytime you take a loan out, they're going to want some type of collateral likely for a business loan. Uh, It's possible you could get a home equity loan, home equity line of credit. Really what we'd need to do is look at all the different options that you have available to you and weigh out the cost, the tax cost, the interest cost, and uh, help you develop a business plan in order to do that and find the best route and the best pathway to get you the capital that you need to start your business. But remember, whatever you do, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, I know you're baking, but you still don't want to do that. You want to diversify and you want to make sure that you own other assets, not just uh, put everything into your business. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, You have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you. When you come in, we'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. We'll make it all easy to understand. Take the first step right now, because for almost everybody, that's the hardest part. If you're ready to get your financial plan in place, give us a call right now. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's 
probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that'll protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin and Company building measure right at 211 feet. We know planning for a retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions. All right, we've got a question that comes to us from Junior. Junior is in Macon, and Junior says, I've dabbled in trading options in my IRA over the years, but never had time to master it. I'm retiring in a year and feel that once I have more time to spend on it, I'll be able to meet all of my retirement income needs this way. Is that a reasonable assumption? Well, Junior, uh, thanks for uh, giving us a shout out there via email. We're, we always uh, enjoy having folks send us questions that we can talk about on our radio show. I have to admit real quick, Junior, that uh, we're not uh, big fans of options in retirement accounts, especially if we're counting on that for income. I'm not going to tell you you can't do it, but I'm going to tell you that that's a tough, tough thing to do successfully. And uh, you indicated here that you think you might be able to master it to the point where you can meet all your retirement income needs. I'd caution you to understand that uh, that's unpredictable and not necessarily going to give you the results you wanted all times. And if you need income off of it every month, it may be a, a very serious thing to consider maybe looking at other options. But Again, we're not experts in options ourselves. Uh, We don't utilize a lot of options in our planning. We like more predictability in our income, and uh, we want to make sure it's reliable. And I would say don't uh, step full uh, 100% into options on your accounts. Uh, To begin with, learn how to master it before you actually throw caution to the wind. Uh, If you want further advice about some of the other options uh, that you might have on how you can actually protect your your portfolio and create the income streams you do. It probably would be good for you to sit down and uh, let's have a conversation about uh, lifetime income planning so that you can understand uh, all the other options that may be out there for you other than just playing options on your portfolio. But thanks for, for writing in. All right, guys, we have a question that's coming to us from Peggy. Peggy is in Warner Robins, and Peggy says, I'm probably not what you'd consider a savvy investor. Well, that's all right, Peggy. That's what we're here for to take your questions. I've always saved a lot for the last 35 years and I have a pretty big 401k balance, but I really have no idea how I should be investing my current dollars or my future savings. Have I significantly handicapped myself by not having more knowledge about how the investing world works? Well, Peggy, you're not alone out there. Uh, we don't have enough education and in, in most employer environments where we have opportunities to put money away for retirement. Hopefully that'll change over time. And uh, you're doing what you knew best to do, and that's save money. 
and uh, sooner or later it sounds like to me Peggy you're gonna need some advice on not only how to save the for the future but how to take monies out of these accounts when you get ready to retire that's a critical step to understand how money works uh, moving forward especially in retirement so what we do for our clients is we, we set up uh, income plans based off of a lifetime income blueprint and we help you understand how you need to invest the money for the outcomes that you're looking for. So if you're gonna need income in retirement, it's a different approach than if you're simply uh, accumulating money. So it's a different approach uh, when you retire than when you are still working. So we invite you to maybe give us a call and let's uh, have an opportunity to talk further about how we might be able to help you. You've done a great job in saving. It looks like you're disciplined to save, but uh, you're like a lot of other folks out there. I've got it now, what do I do with it? How can I make it last for the rest of my life? And how much income can I generate from that which I'm saving? So that's what we call lifetime income blueprint planning. And we'd be happy to sit down and help you through that. This next question comes to us from Bill. Bill is in Perry and Bill says, they recently announced at work that our 401ks are now going to have a Roth option. Should I put my future savings in that instead of a traditional 401k? Well, Bill, thanks for the question. That's a great opportunity for you. Just to give you a little bit of an understanding as to how that works, with your 401k traditionally, you'd go ahead and you'd defer your income and you would not pay taxes on the money that you put into the 401k. But with the Roth option, it's after-tax money. Now, if you have a match with your 401k, if they match it, they're going to match it to the traditional side, so that portion of their match would not go into the Roth. But with the Roth portion... Regardless of income level, you can contribute money to it, but it will not reduce your income taxes for the year in which you place it into the Roth 401k. However, it will grow tax deferred and you'll never pay any taxes on it when you take distributions. So the good thing about the Roth 401k is you don't have, number one, the income limitations for contributions. If it's a traditional IRA, there's phase-outs around $162,000 for a couple where you aren't able to contribute to Roth IRAs if you have too high of income. That does not apply to a Roth 401k. So companies that have them, that's a very good thing. Secondarily, Whenever you start to take withdrawals or distributions from it, you will not pay any taxes on the distributions, and you can put a lot more money, a lot more money into the 401k than you can a traditional Roth IRA. So with the Roth 401k, it's a great thing to have. I think it's good. But what I'd recommend to you, Bill, is for you to sit down with us so we can help you figure out how much you should put to the Roth and how much you should put into the traditional side because you don't want to hurt yourself on taxes today or in the future. So it's about balancing out how much you want to pay in taxes today. And I believe that tax rates today are a lot lower than what they're going to be in the future when you take the money out. But you still need to understand how that's going to impact you. So we're glad to help you with that. Well, and that's what I wanted to follow up with there, Daniel, actually, is who might this not be the right way to go? I mean, who should be using a traditional 401k instead? Well, I think someone with very high income, if you're married, you know, if you're an executive, you probably want to look at having a balance there. You can contribute to both sides of it. You're not limited to just one. But if, let's say, you know, you're right on the cusp of being in in the 37% tax bracket, you know, which is the highest one. You, you may be able to fully fund your 401k and keep some of your dollars in a lower tax bracket by by deferring your income. Essentially, what you're doing is you're saying, all right, I don't want this income. I'm going to take this 20000 or how much ever you contribute to it and defer those wages until you take it out. So, you know, I, w- I would say we need to do a little bit of a tax analysis on it to give you some clarity as to, to how that would work. Certainly a good reminder of the importance of tax planning in retirement planning. Yeah, Mark, by the way, also, if somebody in a high income bracket, uh, putting a lot more money into a tax deferred account, in most cases, those folks are going to have large 401ks when they retire anyway. And so they're going to have tax issues forever. So they're not going away. Well, thanks for writing in, Bill. I think this is a good example of the importance of tax planning. And as always, if you want to come in and sit down and chat with the guys, I think they'd be happy to sit down and look at this specific situation with you and get into some of the details. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, Here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service 
free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication in your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Getting the right retirement plan is important. Make sure that the person designing your plan abides by the three C's. Your plan should be comprehensive and that it leaves no stone unturned. Every angle of the retirement world should be considered from estate planning to tax planning and risk versus safety. All of it is important to consider. Your plan should also be customized. Cookie cutter plans are a no-no. Your plan should be unique to your situation and any true financial analysis will reflect that. Finally, an advisor should put a plan together for you that is complimentary, at no cost or obligation to you. It should be a fact-finding mission, not a sales pitch out of the gate. So remember the three C's comprehensive, customized, and complimentary. If you're struggling to find that kind of plan, call Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith with the Security First Asset Management Team here in Middle Georgia. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our great learning center, and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with Bill Danner, Daniel Neesmith, and the team at Security First Asset Management serving you in middle Georgia. We're taking your email questions, and as always, you can submit a question online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Let's take another question now. This one comes to us from George. George is in Dublin, and he says, I'll be turning 70 at the beginning of the year. Congratulations to you, George. Happy birthday. And I'm annoyed that I'll have to start taking money out of my IRA because I won't even need it. I'm sure you have some tips for circumventing this rule. What are they? <laughs> Circum- circumventing the rule, George? Yeah, yes. that sounds questionable. Circumnavigating? But, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt there, George, on that. But, uh, you know, congratulations on not needing to take money out of your IRA. That must mean you have great income in retirement, some nice income sources. And it's good to be in that position where you're not forced to take money out because you need it. You're forced to take it out because it's been tax deferred your whole life. So the uh, good old IRS wants you to take out money from your IRA so you can pay income tax on it. Now, there are a couple of things you can do to defer some of the taxes in some circumstances. One is a QLAC, a Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract, where you can take a portion of your IRA money that you would uh, like to avoid taking required minimum distributions on. And you can defer those distributions on a portion of the money up to age 85. And at that point, then take income from it. So there is a way to defer some, but not all the taxes and distributions from your IRA. The other part is if you don't need the money, if you like to donate money to charity, you can make 
your RMD can go direct to your charity, and that would be more beneficial to you and the charity with your taxes. Instead of having the taxes remitted to the IRS, you can send the required minimum distribution direct to your charity, and then they don't have to pay income taxes on it, being that they're a charity. So, you know, there's there's some good opportunities out there. We do this for our clients sometimes. So there's a few ideas. Unfortunately, there's there's really no way to get around taking the required minimum distribution. That's why they put that rule in there, right, Bill? Yeah, but there is one thing you could do. He'd take a big tax hit right now and turn and convert it into a Roth, right? You could do that. I don't know I don't know if you, you want to do that. Or you systematically you could look at the option of doing partial conversions over the next few years if you really don't need the money. But uh, you're in a in a good position and but however whatever position you're in with this money is is taxable, so that you need to understand the tax consequences. And there are a couple strategies, as Daniel indicated, that you could do. And uh, you didn't tell us whether or not you're married or single. Those also are interesting tax uh, complications of taking money you don't need that is taxable. So we appreciate you giving us a, a shout out there, and we'd be happy to sit down with you and share with you these uh, strategies and others that could be available to help you with your tax situation. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with the team at Security First Asset Management, serving you in Middle Georgia. Find them online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are here with me taking your email questions. We've got one that's coming to us now from Bobby. Bobby is in Kathleen, and Bobby says, I look forward to retirement for many years, but now that I'm actually retired, I can't shake the feeling that I'm eventually going to run out of money. Is there any solution for fighting this feeling other than simply spending less or going back to work? Neither one of those sound good, spending less and going back to work. <laughs> Let me reduce my lifestyle. Oh, oh, by the way, I need to go back to work to be able to maintain my lifestyle. Those are legitimate questions, Bobby. I think uh, rarely do we meet somebody that, uh, you know, in the first year or two after they retire, they don't feel a little bit remorseful about not going to work. Those are kind of common symptoms we have. But uh, we can assure you, based on the experience of many years, that folks that actually have a retirement income plan in place, we can limit some of that remorse very, very quickly. And, they, and they, if they can plainly see that they have enough income, and they're invested in such a way that they'll have lifetime income, they seem to kind of be able to negate some of those feelings and move on with their lives. But uh, it's not unusual to have some concerns uh, the first year or two after you retire. But if you haven't sat down and truly, Bobby, have a plan in place that you you can follow and, and understand that uh, dictates to you the, how you should spend your money and have the have the, the discipline to then follow the plan you'll be more successful and you will sleep at night to not worry about it uh, this is a classic example for most people what's missing in most people's planning is a lifetime income plan and that's what we do for our clients yeah we find too when we go through the process of, of doing the income planning that you know many times people are surprised that they're better off than they think they are and, and that peace of mind is is worth your time to sit down and go through the process and forecasting out your income, taking into account all kind of different things that, that, that we do. You know, sometimes people don't factor in inflation and market risk and health care costs. When we do that and we can confirm or either let you know that you need to work longer, but whenever you go through the process, you're going to feel more at peace and, and feel a little bit better about your future retirement. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we have many examples over the years for folks who are were planning on retiring in two or three years when they actually sit down and we we're able to put together plans for them. They're retired sooner, not later. So it's good to, to go through the process. As a matter of fact, I think everyone should understand exactly where they are before they ever pull the trigger on retirement. Certainly. I think that's something that you need to start. Typically, we recommend five years out, but uh, really just as soon as possible. And I think it's important to point out as well that there's nothing wrong with going back to work because you want to. Many folks will take that part-time job. You just don't want to have to go back to work. Yeah, it didn't sound like he was talking about he didn't want to. It's about maybe he had to. So, <laughs> Bobby, we don't know exactly where you are, but if you don't have to, don't do it. <laughs> You'll be better off. <laughs> and, of course, Bobby, if you want to get into the specifics of that, you're welcome to come in and sit down with Bill and Daniel and the team here at Security First Asset Management. All right, Bill, Daniel, let's take a question now from Joel that comes to us from Macon. This Joel in Macon. He says, I know that I need an emergency fund, but instead of keeping money in a savings account, can't I just use my home equity line if I need money in a pinch? 
Well, I wouldn't recommend that, Joel, honestly, because, you know, you need some cash on hand and and having a line of credit's great, you know, but my personal opinion is I'd rather you make interest instead of pay interest. If you you need money in a pension, you have some money in savings, you know, three, six months or more of your income in a savings account for an emergency, I think that serves people better than a line of credit. I know some people do like to have the line of credit available to them, but I I generally think that of something of a larger purchase, not necessarily an emergency fund. It's just like having a credit card with your house being the the collateral. So I I would avoid thinking of it as my emergency fund and think more of it as a last resort line of credit you know it's a variable rate first of all the 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 rate that you're going to pay on interest is going to change as interest rates are rising you're going to see that interest rate go up on your line of credit on your home equity line of credit very likely and and i like the idea of you making interest instead of paying interest so you know if you need money in a pinch and and you have an emergency fund you don't have to deal with all that but I think for most people, they use that line of credit for larger purchases, not, not something as an emergency fund. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. Give us a call right now, and we'll set aside time on the calendar to meet with you for a free consultation of your financial situation. We'll determine how prepared you are to handle retirement pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money, so we'll work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Let's put together a fact-based approach to answer your financial challenges and achieve your objectives. Give us a call, and we'll work together to get you on the road to financial security and independence. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Fishing is an art, and any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper. You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish, who sees the art within. A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Claim your complimentary review today at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. No cost, no obligation. Start now. 800-987-1443. In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. Well, let's hear from Jackie now. Jackie is in Dublin. And by the way, if you have questions you'd like to submit to the show, you can do it online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Thanks for writing in, Jackie, in Dublin. Jackie says, I never hear anything from our financial advisor unless I call him myself. And this bothers me. Should I be bothered or is that really okay? Jackie, uh, I'm not going to try to tell you that we're biased in any way whatsoever, but I, I guess we ought to say that, yeah, if you haven't heard from him, you should uh, maybe have a chat with him and tell him how you feel about it. Certainly, um, I think most advisors would respond positively to that type of approach if they really knew that you thought maybe you needed to have more contact. 
And if he kind of pushes you aside, then maybe it's change. It's time to make a change. But uh, we're all human, and, and sometimes we let things fall through the crack. But if you're concerned about having a, an ongoing relationship uh, with your advisor, whether you communicate often on his accord when he calls and contacts you and so see you haven't called and contacted him, that's probably the best way to have a relationship. I think that uh, you should have a conversation with him and let him know how you feel about things, and uh, and if then if he doesn't adjust and actually you know doesn't uh, take the the kind of care that you think you should have, then you should be looking elsewhere. And uh, I'm not going to tell you to go do that right off the bat. You've probably been with him for a while. And there's reasons why you're there to begin with. But if things don't change and improve, so that you're comfortable, after all, it is your money, and you make the decisions on who is your guardian, who's your who advises you on your assets and investments, and uh, it's a two-way street. He should uh, make the effort to take care of you in the way that you want to be taken care of. And if he doesn't, then you certainly should be looking elsewhere. Bill, Daniel, this next question comes to us from Miriam in Dublin. Miriam says, my husband was born in the 50s, but for some reason his attitude towards money is like that of some sort of Great Depression era survivor. I really think we've saved enough for retirement, but he's convinced that we both need to keep working forever while also never indulging ourselves with any spending over and above the basics. Is there a way to fix this? Miriam. Miriam, I'll tell you what. That sounds like a tough situation for you. The, the good thing is you've probably saved well for retirement, probably well prepared. You know, we can confirm that by walking you through the lifetime income blueprint process. You know, your story about your, your husband seeming like a Great Depression survivor, it reminded me of my, my grandfather who did live in the Great Depression. He used to wear a potato sack for a shirt <laughs> <laughs> in the years where they didn't have anything, but he, he was a good saver as well. But I tell you what, you definitely don't want to live like you're in a depression, especially since you're not. Sometimes people's emotions will cause them to not live the life that they could live, and that fear is a very strong motivator. If you're afraid, if he's afraid of not having enough money, the best thing you can do is let us do a very conservative analysis of your future income. And what we'll do is look at your income that you have coming in, your savings that you have, and we'll balance that against your budget, how much you need to spend each month. And what we'll be able to find out is, even in bad conditions, how long your money is likely to last. We use very conservative projections. And what this does is it confirms mathematically with financial science how much income you can afford to take in retirement. And what that'll do is give you some confidence. It'll give your husband some confidence to maybe let go of some of that money and have have a few vacations. Maybe you guys sound like you are very conservative with your spending. And uh, more than likely, you can afford to live a little bit better. This isn't uncommon, right, Bill? No, it certainly isn't. I, I was, as Daniel was, uh, was speaking, I was thinking about a, a client we had a few years ago when it was much like this. And uh, as a matter of fact, the wife really didn't have an idea of what the total assets were. And and this guy wasn't going to spend a dime on anything, frankly. And <laughs> once we went through the process, uh, right during the meeting, she looked over him. She says, by golly, you're going to take me on that cruise I've been talking about wanting to do for years. So yeah. we're going to loosen that money up now. Let's go have some fun. Don't, yeah. You don't want to spend too much in retirement. You don't want to spend too little either. You want to spend the right amount. That's right. And the right yeah. amount is based on your lifestyle, the things you want to do. Yeah, we were talking this morning. You can't take it with you. You never see a Loomis cargo truck behind the hearse on the way to the funeral. I never saw one yet. It's <laughs> just not going to happen. No. So you, no. need, you need to enjoy life a bit. And uh, basically, that peace of mind will come when you can understand the numbers. Do we have enough? And what does that look like for us personally? Then you're, you're better able to, to cope with some of the fears that people have out there about outliving their money. And, of course, Miriam, you can come in and talk with Bill and Daniel a little bit more in depth about what that looks like to spend just the right amount, as you phrased it, Bill. I think that's a great way to say that. And they can help you think through your finances, how much income you'll need in retirement, and what goals you have. Maybe you would like to spend a little more and get out of the house. You can talk to them about that as well. All right, let's take a question now from Ben. Ben is in Perry, and Ben says, I've owned my own business for 20 years, and I'm thinking about retirement within the next three to four years. Am I better off to try and sell the business or retain ownership and hope my employees can run it effectively without me actually being there? Hey, Ben. Thanks for writing in to us. We like dealing and working with entrepreneurs. Uh, 
you know, you've created a business, obviously, that's been very successful, and and uh, there's no real guarantees that it'll continue to be successful without your presence there. So that's a tough question. You may have some really good employees that can carry on and, and want to carry on, and will treat the business the way you treat it, but that would be something you need to tutor and, and instill within those who work with you, because if you do let them continue on and uh, and you be on a bystander, then you're going to have to take a hard look at uh, away from the business and let them run it, or if they're not capable, then you're going to be tied into it for the rest of your life anyway. And the, the bad thing is it usually is harder to, to make that happen than than what you might think, and uh, sometimes maybe just selling it's the best course, but uh, it's not easy to sell a, an ongoing business that has a successful entrepreneur running it just because it's based off of that entrepreneur's abilities and his relationships with his clients. So I understand where you're coming from. Um, I think it'd be good to have some good uh, conversation with some financial advisors and look at some of the options you have out there. Certainly, you're going to need income in retirement. You don't want to reduce your lifestyle, obviously, but you need realistic numbers on what you value your, your business is and realistic numbers dealing with uh, those who you want to run the business. So you've got three to four years to work on. It's probably a good time to start. And uh, you need to identify right now what kind of lifestyle you want to live in retirement and how to fund that and put dollars and cents on it. So that'll help you dictate what you do with the rest of the challenges you have in selling and or maintaining your business. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to help you develop a fully customized financial plan for you. There's no cost or obligation for this review if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. Here's what you can expect. We'll run a fee report to untangle what your current plan is costing you. We'll run a tax analysis to show you how you could reduce your taxes in the future. And we'll develop a lifetime income plan to possibly turbocharge your retirement income. Planning for retirement for a lot of people is basically guesswork. With us, that's not the case. We'll take the guessing out of the process for you. And call now and let us know you want to get that complimentary financial review. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill Danner isn't just one of your great hosts here on Retirement Income Solutions. He's also the president and CEO of Security First Asset Management. As an independent investment advisor representative, he has numerous years of experience helping people just like you in middle Georgia create sound, conservative retirement plans. His main mission is to keep his clients thriving through their retirement years. To sit down with Bill and his team and talk about how they might be able to help you, call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Many retirees from some of the area's biggest companies turn to Bill to help guide them through retirement, and he can help guide you. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. What should be the number one concern if you're approaching retirement? Income planning. It means making sure that your money can support you and your family for the rest of your lives. Here in Middle Georgia, meet with the Security First Asset Management Team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know that the Allman Brothers Band, Jason Aldean, and Little Richard have all called Macon home? 
Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions and build a financial plan that'll make you sing. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, serving you in middle Georgia. As always, you can find them online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. You can submit questions there as well. And we're taking your questions this hour of the show. This question comes to us from Olivia. Olivia is in Macon. And Olivia says, our long-term care premiums are going up this year and pretty significantly. Should we just pay the extra cost or cancel it and take our chances? Well, Olivia, that's a very good question. I get this question several times a year from my clients that have had long-term care policies for, for many years. I will tell you this. I would not cancel it unless you have another plan in place. 95% of Americans do not have a long-term care plan in place. You find yourself in the 5% that do. Pat yourself on the back. You've done a good thing. 70% of people will go into a nursing home pay for care at home, go into assisted living, 70% of Americans will, but only 5% of Americans have a plan. I would not cancel my plan unless you had another plan in place. We need to look at the details as to the benefits that would be provided to you with your current long-term care contract. So what we need to do is review the contract and see the stipulations. Generally, with the older long-term care policies, they can't raise the premium unless they get a sign-off from the state insurance commissioner. So they can't just um, raise your premiums through the roof for no reason. It's not something that's done lightly because... You know, they know that the, the policies that have been written, they want to make good on those. So I would I would say we need to look at the details. The details are what matters, but don't cancel it until you have another plan in place because it's likely you can't get the same types of benefits that you have in that plan. So let's look at it together. And uh, again, congratulations on doing something about such an important thing. This question comes to us from Grace. Grace is in Dublin, and she says, My dad died six months ago, and I'm a little worried about my mom, who's in her late 70s, and is now in charge of handling the investments for the first time in her life. I don't know much about it myself. What should I tell her to do? Well, Grace, thanks for writing in for your mom, because she looks to... It's a situation where... The two of you probably aren't comfortable doing it, and it's, it's certainly a situation where you probably ought to seek financial advice on. Don't know a lot about your mom's needs here. Uh, if she needs the investments for income, or she just has the investments for security, or her intentions are to leave the investments to you or other family members. It's not uncommon today to have spouses of, of inherited accounts that they've had no interest in or had any contact with or understand at all. That's very common. What needs to happen is is an educational process where we look at what you've got and the types of investments that that she has and determine if they're in her best interest. She doesn't need to know all the ins and outs of them. She just needs to know basic things uh, about the risk that she's taken, whether she's comfortable with that or not. There are a lot of things she can invest in. She doesn't have to stay invested where she is if she's not comfortable with it. She also should be investing based on what her needs are. And maybe the needs are different now that she's alone than they were when when your dad was alive. But nevertheless, the investments have to be identified as to what they are and the risks that they have. And also, they they should mirror what her needs are. And I would recommend that you highly that you get some financial advice, and we'd be happy to do that for you, sit down with you and your mother. We'll do an analysis on what she has, the kind of risk that she's taken, and see if she's comfortable with it, and then uh, give her guidance on moving forward on how she should manage the money. Or if she wants to, we can handle it for her so that she doesn't have to worry about it. But it should be aligned with her needs and her risk and not just simply wide open in the market with risk that she's not willing to take. Yeah, she may be surprised at, at how emotional it can be, you know, taking over the handling of the investments at this time, you know, in her life. It might not be uh, something she wants to, to deal with. Many times people find that when they are taking control over assets that used to be managed jointly with a spouse, that it's a very emotional thing. And so those are things that we help you through. We can, we can make sure that she has a plan and uh, knows that she's using that money in the best way she can. And probably more than likely, she is taking a lot more risk than she probably understands at all. So yeah. 
it's good to have the conversation. If uh, everything's well, everything's aligns with everything she wants to do, then there's no need to worry about it. But the second opinion and advice on what she's doing is probably very critical right now. Will has our next question. He writes in from Warner Robins and Will says, my wife and I both earn very nice incomes and we don't have any kids. We're only 45, but we think it's reasonable for us to look at retiring within 10 years. What would we need to do to make that happen? Well, Will, thanks for the question. Thanks for the clarification that you don't have kids. That definitely changes the amount of income you'll you'll need to save, that's for sure. So people with, without kids uh, sometimes are able to save more money. You know, obviously they can be expensive. Uh, really? I, yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of them myself. Couple? Yeah, yeah. yeah th- th- it's amazing how much, uh, how much yeah. you had to spend. Man, I think that. I had five weddings. <laughs> That's too many. Well, I was supposed to. I only had four. We only had four daughters, and you know, the son married someone that was from a split family, and we had to pitch in for that one too. So oh, man. five, five weddings. Well, that's why he clarified. Let us yeah, know he doesn't that's, have any. That's good. I mean, yeah, that's good. Will. Yeah. Well, being forty-five, looking to retire in ten years, you'll be fifty-five. That's totally doable. What we need to do is just walk through the process, like we've been talking about, making sure that you have a plan in place. Now, I will say that it's important to know how your money is saved. Are you putting it all in 401ks and deferring all the taxes? That may be a mistake because when you take money out, you may be in a higher tax bracket than when you're working now. I know you have high income now, but you still have to balance out the taxes in retirement. People forget that. When they take income out, the taxes are going to be coming out too, and you're going to have to pay the taxes. We think it's important to have diversification, not only of your assets and investment portfolio, but also of the type of taxation you have on your accounts. We want to create for you a sequence of spending. So when you get to retirement, you have better tax situation for yourself so you don't have to pay the highest tax rates you might have to. The biggest thing is having a plan in place, looking at how much income of your you're saving right now and how much income you're going to need in retirement. And you're going to have a long retirement, decades of retirement. And we have to think about things like health care. That's one of the big problems retiring prior to age 65 is Medicare doesn't kick in to age 65. So if you can't keep your employer's health insurance plan, you're going to have to foot the out-of-pocket bill for premiums to have health insurance. You're going to want to have health insurance for sure. So that's part of what we do is look at the whole thing. We're looking at the health care aspect, inflation, market risk, taxes, all these different aspects have to be factored in. It's not simply how much money you have saved. It's how much you need to spend and taking into account all those risks we just talked about. So if you're serious about retiring in 10 years, now is the time to talk to us. And Will, you didn't mention whether or not either you or your wife are going to have pensions. Uh, That's another thing that uh, we certainly would, would look at very seriously because those are income streams. And decisions have to be made with those as well as whether you take survivor's benefits or 100% benefit. Those things are critical in the long-term planning process. So as Daniel indicated, you're probably going to be decades retired at age 55, up to 35, 40 years probably. So that's a lot of timeline to plan. But thanks for giving us a, a shout-out there. We appreciate the, the writing. Well, as always, we've really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have questions about retirement, we're happy to answer them, and we're standing by after the show throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And we're always online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.